Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. All right, welcome to week two of the Dream Park Draft. Um, last week, if you haven't listened to last week's show, go listen to it because... We are right in the middle of drafting attractions, shows, fireworks, parades, anything from Walt Disney World that we really love and would be in our dream park. So far, Brad has Haunted Mansion, Expedition Everest, and Illuminations. Uh, Claire's got Splash Mountain, Tower of Terror, and Rock and Roller Coaster. And I have Streetmosphere, Fantasmic, and Spaceship Earth. And, and if so, somebody didn't listen to last week, you might want to hit on that. Claire, that would be your wife who has decided yes. to join us for this draft. Yes. So Claire is my wife. Um, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, but you've listened to any previous episode, um, you know that I talk about her quite a lot. So now you can get to know her for real. So basically how this works, if you if you just refuse to listen to last week's episode, how this is going to work is one of us picks... An attraction, show, parade, or fireworks uh, every round. And once a once an item is picked, it's off limits to anyone else. So basically we are we are nine items down and we're about to start round four. I realized uh, at the end of the episode last week that I have nothing thrilling and two shows. So I think my next pick is going to be Star Tours because it is infinitely random and it's fun and it's Star Wars. They have the ability to add new scenes. They've already got one from The Force Awakens and that would be something in my dream park that would be different every time I ride it. And I, you know, that's what makes Star Tours so great. Man, you're okay. Okay, here's the thing, though. I, I just want to point this out. You give uh, Hollywood Studios so much grief about not being a whole day park. Your park only has four attractions at most. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So, That's so true. maybe you should back off. That's all okay. I'm saying. Sorry, <laughs> but anyway, so I picked. I draft Star Tours as my number four pick. Claire, what do you pick okay. for number four? Okay, I've got all thrill rides, and so I either need a show, or a parade, or something slower, or another thrill ride, or another because thrill ride. because why not? <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, I would have to go with the Festival of Fantasy Parade mm. because the song is just so catchy. It is. I that wasn't even on my list. Oh well, bummer totally forgot about festival of fantasy mm-hmm. i wouldn't have picked it but i totally mm-hmm. forgot about it mm-hmm. but i totally wouldn't have picked it so it's so it's all good <laughs> who cares that is my favorite parade so you wouldn't have picked it and it's your favorite parade mm. well because i uh, parades are not it's my favorite parade but parades are probably my least favorite thing at walt disney world okay he sounds better to me claire i'm just gonna i'm just gonna throw bit, it out yeah. there a little bit the first time we saw Festival of Fantasy, we came out of... Uh, the Country Bear Jamboree. Yeah. Uh. And that was that was interesting because um, I knew of it just from 
blogs and, and videos and stuff, but we came out of Country Bear Jamboree for after seeing it for the first time, and that was very interesting because I knew nothing about Country Bear Jamboree. <laughs> but we came out about halfway through, I guess, and Maleficent's at the end, and we were on or the the part of the park we were in you can see like all the way down to the end we're right where it starts and you could see Maleficent coming from a long way away and that was pretty cool I think when we walked out it was tangled and they were swinging uh yes doing the on the the little swing float and everything yes and I just thought that was so amazing because I mean it includes every every character that you want to see so so now you can just skip the meet and greet lines and just exactly. and just go cover everything in your parade. You just hope that you catch Mickey's eye, and he waves at you, and then you're good. I have a picture of him looking directly at the camera. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Staring you down. Dang it. I love Festival of Fantasy a lot more than I thought I did five minutes ago. Oh, well, sorry about your bad luck. <laughs> yes, you should have spent your round four pick a little bit more carefully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brad, round four. Okay, so this is attractions that, that, that are in the parks, right? Yes. Okay, then for my round four, I'm taking Soren. Okay, right. that, that's a good one. Just making sure, just making because I mean, technically it's it's out of commission right now, but, yeah. it, but it's still there. Closed is fine. Uh, closed for refurbishment is fine. Um, picking things that don't exist anymore. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, that, that, that would have been too far down the rabbit hole. Yeah, drafting uh, alien encounter, not okay. Okay, but Soren, but you got your stitches, Great Escape, so you're fine. That's right. Yeah, that's Soren right. Is oh good. yeah, hey, you didn't you didn't say that at the beginning of the episode that you? Oh yeah, I was gifted stitches, Great Escape. So I sorry, Brad. Brad has stitches, Great Escape, and it doesn't count against his um, his other six. That's so right. So his his park will actually have seven things in it. That's right, because I got a free agent pick because he. Has the garbage fire that is Stitch's Great Escape. Well, now I have Stitch's Great Escape and Soren. So not only do I have chili dog smells, but I've also got oranges. Ah. <laughs> you're, you're all about the smells. Apparently I am. <laughs> well, you know, I, I kind of... So what? I have Haunted Mansion. So I've got, you know, classic Disneyana. I've got Expedition Everest. So I've got my thrill ride. And somebody already took Spaceship Earth. So... Uh, you know, I think Soren. Well, and actually, I had Soren listed above Spaceship Earth, but again, it was it was one of those like one A one B for that type of a attra- you know for that slower type of attraction, I guess. Yeah. Um, so I'm okay with Soren though. I, I like Soren, and hey, Soren's about to get updated with Soren around the world, so I've yep. got extra videos to do. Well, I think that I'm going to uh, uh, keep with my keep with my my basic easygoing trend and my next pick is going to be peter pan's flight because i really like peter pan's flight i've only ever been on it one time but it's not like any other dark ride because you're you know obviously flying but i think it's far and away the best done dark ride at walt disney world Hmm. yeah I, i i i could see that so I'm clearly not too worried about being thrilled, <laughs> but you know what? I've never, I've never felt like Disney World was a a real thrilling place. It has, it has thrilling moments, but that's not the. But you don't go there, right, to get 
the thrilling rides. I, 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 yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. I have, I've always, because I know my one sister in law, whenever we talk about Disney World versus Universal Studios, and when we bring up Disney World, she's always like, boring, ugh, you know, but (laughs) Universal is all about the thrills. But Disney, I feel like, is a lot more about the experience of things. And like Peter Pan's flight, once you turn that first corner and you actually get into the dark and you're flying up above London and it's a perfect representation of London, it's amazing. It's beautiful. And I, I really love I really love that dark ride more than more than Winnie the Pooh, more than it's a small world. I mean it's a small world is iconic, but it's not, in my opinion, a great dark ride. Claire, what's your round five? Round five would be and you're gonna laugh at me finding nemo the musical at animal kingdom i think it's a perfectly perfectly rational pick i I can't help it i i don't i don't hate that pick at all i mean now here's the thing it did not make my list but by the thinnest of margins because i that is a show i really enjoy getting to do every time i go so i you know what we didn't do it last time but i I don't even remember why. I think it was one of those things that were like we got there and the show had just closed up and it was like late in the day or something. But I, I love that show. Yeah. Well, and I have I have all the songs memorized once again. <laughs> and I, you know, everybody's seen the movie. Everybody knows the story. But I can do the choreography and like it's sad again in a cool way. And it has some of the best music. It really does. It really does. Of, and and it's not all just show. the movie music either. Right. Yeah. It's it's a it's a specific score written for the stage the stage production. Yeah. I think that's a great pick. I think it's uh that's something that we wa- we've seen twice and the second time was no no worse, no no less good than the first. Yeah. Well, and I've seen it far more than than two times and I would say repeated viewing does not and and, okay so but here's the thing like you know we've both talked about in in the past about the uh over in uh hollywood studios uh indiana jones Jones spectacular yeah how that's not really something we have a desire to go to again but yet this is a sin i mean in, in that our argument for not going was you already know everything that's going to happen this show that's the it's the same case you already know everything that's going on in that show and yet yeah we all have a desire to go see that again. Yeah. And it, it, it I think it speaks to how great of a, of a show it is. Even something like Mickey's Philhar Magic, I would rather go and see again more than uh, Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular. I would agree with that. Oh, well, we're all just not into the stunts enough, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So, Brad, so my, round, your round five. My round five, um, I guess, in, in the... In the interest of getting a more well-rounded park experience, I'm going to go with Festival of the Lion King. Ah. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I'm going to get a show as well. Yeah. That's a good show. There, uh, I didn't realize, but Clara was looking it up after one of our trips, and all the people who do that are like, they're Broadway. They're Broadway performers. I did. I didn't know that, but it doesn't surprise me in the least. And you know, and again, that's another show 
that I've done multiple times, and I, you know, I'm still game for doing anytime somebody wants to go and do it. In fact, I, you know, as long as I've got the time, it's something I want to go and do again. Mm-hmm. And they get the audience involved, and you know, and I kind of like the fact that it's always this. It's always been the same people. The the multiple times we've seen it, even across years, it's always been the same man and the same you know lead man and the same lead woman uh and like when we saw finding nemo in 2014 it was a different it was two different act or it was at least nemo and dory were two different actors than when we saw it uh in on our honeymoon and i i kind of like the fact that lion king is always the same actors and that you you get you know basically this the same show and the same level of uh of quality yeah they're really yeah. into it it's really good quality they they know the characters they know what they're doing and and i think it's really good and and i think it's one of the better shows at walt disney world yeah and that is interesting because you know that i i would agree i don't think i've ever seen anybody else playing those parts and it wouldn't surprise me that, that they have I'm sure they have understudies um, they would have yeah. to. But I, they, but I they do six or six or seven shows a day, right? But I think, on the other hand, that with the with Finding Nemo's the musical, or uh, there's definitely like multiple teams that are doing that because I have seen, you know, and now I've gone in one time seen one group of people doing it, then the next time I've gone, it been an entirely different group, and then gone back another time and seen Group A again. So, you know, they're swapping out there at some point. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I, I've never seen a swap out happen at Festival of the Lion King, and yes, the the everybody who's involved, and, and I mean to just you know, and it's not just even the 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 leaders, but it's the you know the monkeys are amazing yeah. to me. Uh huh. Like the acrobatics. Yes, yeah. Those those guys are crazy, and you know the the skill that's involved in that is just. But they make it look so simple that you really don't think about it until you like take a step back and you're like, "Wow, uh, they're like you know bouncing off that trampoline and hitting that next bar. That can't be easy to do, right?" Well, Festival of Lion King is just so like joyful and uplifting, and it puts you in a good mood. Yeah, and it's air conditioned, which is never a bad thing. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, but everybody knows the Lion King songs. Everybody can sing along. You know, nobody's left out of this. Right. There's something for everybody in that show. And especially in Harambe Theater now, where it's where it been moved, the theater's definitely more equipped to handle that show. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Harambe, I think, is a, is a much... I, I'm glad that they built it a permanent home, so... Yeah. All right. It's the final round now. Is it bad that I have too many things left right now? I no. Know, my final pick is Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. So you it did is, finally get a coaster. Yes. It, <laughs> and, and it is the first roller coaster that I went on that I actually enjoyed. That I was... I, it, it's fun. It's not too crazy. Um, I would say the first three quarters of it are tame enough that you can actually appreciate the uh, theming. And you can actually, like take a look at the landscaping and everything um and then the last quarter of it when you get into that big corkscrew and it actually kind of speeds up a little bit and has a lot more camelbacks and it gets a little more thrilling 
Um, but you have enough time to appreciate the scenery and, and everything that, that that attraction is. And I like it a lot. So that would be, I think, my, at least in the Magic Kingdom, my favorite roller coaster. And, and my final pick. <laughs> okay, my final pick. I think it would have to be Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm. Just because it's, you know, it's a classic. And it's it's kind of like Splash Mountain, but not as thrilling. You know, you still get those dark drops. And I, I guess I have something for drops because all of my rides are dropping. Dropping back. you somewhere, yes. somehow. Yeah. Yes. You know, I here's the thing. I think Pirates and... and, and it's it's like on the if somebody picks a bunch of the stuff above me thing, it's on my list, but I think it would have been higher on my list and would have been a definite take again if it wasn't the Walt Disney World version. Yep. Yes. The Disneyland version is amazing. It would have been my first pick. Yeah, it would have definitely yeah. been it would have definitely been like second round at the lowest for me, I think at that point. Well, and I have this I read something online that said if you see four Captain Jack Sparrows then one of them is Johnny Depp because there's only three of them. And so, of course, now every time I ride that ride, I have to count just to be sure because what if? And I would say that it's way more likely that Johnny is at Disneyland. Absolutely. Mm. But I can't help myself <laughs> because the one at the very end when you're about to get off the ride. Yeah. Sitting, sitting, sitting in, in the, the rocking th- chair. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh! Like it really could be him. It look that's that's a really really good animatronic. Well, and, and, and the, all three of them really are. Yeah, yeah definitely. Well, in the way at the very end, you know, he you can get a certain part where he makes eye contact with you. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just kind of have to think to myself, like, okay, maybe I missed one. Maybe that's him. <laughs> and I'm totally inside my own head on this, but <laughs> I don't care. That's part of the fun for me. Yeah. And the the smells that they mm-hmm. that they have in the ride are just dead on. Yeah, Pirates is great. Yeah, I think if I was Johnny Depp, I think I would sneak in and be one of the other pirates. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't do Captain Jack Sparrow because everybody's looking for you as Captain Jack Sparrow. Nobody's right. looking for the dude who's running around with the you know housewife chasing him with a broom or whatever. <laughs> in the the guy just running around in a circle. Yes. That's true. I always every time I'm on that I look at that one where it's just like a woman chasing a dude around and they're just running around in a circle around a barrel or something and I'm like really <laughs> that's it's a good one. Well, that's okay because you don't have to see it anymore because now it's in Claire's park. Yeah, she has it. <laughs> that's right. So, gosh, Brad, what's your final pick? I still have too much left. You guys have left me with too much stuff. Ah. <laughs> uh. You even got the you even got the extra attraction. I did, I did. Which again, that saved me my round one pick. You know, let me <laughs> let me get haunted mansion there. But oh gosh, I guess I'm going to pick Mission Space. Oh, which, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Mission Space Race. That's right. <laughs> you you've heard that a few too many times when I'm checking my <laughs> mic, haven't you? <laughs> yep. <laughs> You'd think you'd think I worked uh, I there even, or something. I even typed in Mission Space Race on your thing. I guess you only get Mission Space Race in your dream park. You don't actually get the you don't actually get the attraction. Oh, just no, the, no. I called Mission Space, so I get I get the whole. Yeah, but I kitten, typed it in wrong. I don't care so. who you typed it in. I get the whole kitten caboodle here, buddy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so and and the thing is, like, I know that that is not a. 
I don't think that's a very well-loved attraction anymore for a lot of people, but I, I don't know. I like the, you know, sensation of, uh, you know, being pushed up back against the seat as the rocket takes off and everything. Again, now, in my dream park, much as my Expedition Everest will have a Yeti that works, my... <laughs> My mission space will actually have all of the joysticks working again and nothing funky going on as it's, it seems has happened like the last two, maybe three times I've ridden that attraction. Like something has been jacked up, which Did really, they used to work? Yes. Yeah. So like the, like the joysticks, um, you know, when they're like, pull left, pull left, pull right, pull back. Like you would feel that the joystick would fight you huh. and it would be pulling back the other way. And like... When you when you're going over the cliff, you would feel the joystick like shaking as the cliff breaks away. Huh. So you know, silly things like that that I think are again though it's it, Disney's about experience and that detracts from the experience when it's not working. When it's just some you know like random joystick sitting in front of you that you can move around, and you're like, what the heck's the big deal? Uh, but yeah, so it's going to work in my park. But yeah, I, I think Mission Space would be my my final pick. And you get to hear Gary Sinise talk. That's right. Good old Uncle Gary. <laughs> if you're Claire, um, you have a memory of blacking out on Mission Space. Yep. Well, then I might not have picked it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it was not even on my list. <laughs> but but you could go back and ride the green side, Claire. But... Would you have green team on your in your dream? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. In, fact, in fact, I would have... Orange team and red team. Red team would be the original version before they slowed it down. Uh, orange is slower than it was. Purportedly, yes. I would like to go on original red mode. That's what I. That's what I'm saying, man. Come on. <laughs> All right, y'all enjoy that. <laughs> Claire can go ride Pirates of the Caribbean and look for Johnny Depp. Yeah, there we go. Works for me. So that's the end of round six, and that ends the the official. Dream Park Draft. Brad has Haunted Mansion, Expedition Everest, Illuminations, Soarin', Festival of the Lion King, Mission Space, and his freebie, Stitch's Great Escape. That's right. That's right. Seven things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Claire has chosen Splash Mountain, Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster, the Festival of Fantasy Parade, Finding Nemo the Musical, and Pirates of the Caribbean. And then I got Streetmosphere, Fantasmic, Spaceship Earth, Star Tours, Peter Pan's Flight, and Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. My park is clearly the boringest park. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the way I like it. Boring is... Boring agrees with me. I wish I could say the same. <laughs> Like, That's clearly, why we go together so well. Clearly, it doesn't because <laughs> we 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 heard her park, we heard your park. It, that's not the case. Yeah, that'll about do it for this week's episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com/slash MTM Podcast, and you can visit us on the web at missingthemouse.co. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, have a magical day. Yay!